Have a great rest of your evening. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk. Cold Thursday. We're going to talk with MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Ensel today. Coach, how are you? Doing great, Monty. Just absolutely doing great. Well, the Lady Raiders have completed their non-conference uh, portion of their schedule. Uh, you know, I know you you like to sometimes give yourself a grade, you know, up to a 10. Um, where do you think you're at right now? I think we're about a five, five and a half. I see that much improvement. We've had, uh, we've got to get better in some areas. We we're running offenses and not executing them. And, uh, we just got to do a better job with that. We're playing pretty good defense. Um, you know, I'd say our offense being five, five and a half. I'd say our defense is about six, six and a half. So certainly time to improve that. Your schedule been tough as always. Uh, you know, we allude to that every year, but you got to feel like it gets you ready for that conference grind. We've, we've probably lost a couple. We've lost four games that we could have won. We were up 16 on Princeton at home. That would have been a good win. We just didn't finish down the stretch. We didn't shoot the ball well. We didn't make shots. We didn't make plays. And then uh, I thought we were better than Michigan also. Now, I thought Belmont beat us. To be honest with you, they just – beat us. There were no ifs, ands, buts about it. And then I I thought last uh, Sunday or Saturday, I get my days mixed up with Grand Canyon. Uh, I thought a lot of it had to do the way the game was called. I, the, there was the, We were not cheated, but they got aggressive. And we didn't play to that aggression and that ended up beating us. And we don't over here, that's called. When you go out on the West Coast, it's not called. Well, you know, I was talking with uh, Andy Herzer yesterday. You know, there's no bad loss on your uh, on, on your ledger right now, though. As you said, there's probably a couple you'd like to have back. But I mean, you've played a tough schedule and you've you've racked up some really nice wins too. When you you know, a lot of people may not realize it, but you know, De- DePaul is a very good women's program. Houston, you blew them out at home. I think they'd only lost. They've only lost. Uh, two games at home all year, so um, you've got good wins. When we when in we Tennessee, beat Houston, obviously, they were undefeated. that was their first loss, and I think they just recently lost one more. But uh, they had a good team. I was I was really excited about the Houston win. About as excited about it as I was the Tennessee win. I, that 
kind of showed me that our kids can go into a hostile situation and we could, against a good team, a good team that's very athletic, very had a lot of lateral quickness, a lot of vertical, and win a game. And I was I was pretty excited about that. Um, I know you, you you know you're trying to develop a little bit more depth. I know the girl from FIU's playing a little more. I know you had an injury to your um, Miss Basketball from West Tennessee. Name escaping me, Jada. Jada Harrison. Yeah. Um, you know, are you going to continue to try to work her into games if you can? No, no, we're not going. We're going to work in SEPA, which is a kid from FIU. Uh, she's a she's a very talented young lady, very quick. Um, she's learning her offense. She's a great defensive player, good rebounder. But uh, you got to on that offensive end, you got to be in sync. We do so many things down there. We just can't go and match up against people's size like Tennessee had. And win games. We got to execute, and we got to run our offense. We got to knock down shots, and we were able to do that against Tennessee, and that's how we won the game. You mentioned that Grand Canyon uh, game. You know, that's like you said, that's a long trip. That's a part of a little challenge, I guess they're doing between the Mountain West and the Conference USA. Were they kind of a big physical team? Not really. They were about like us, about the same size, but they just. Uh, they just really got out there and bodied you, much like a Colorado did in the tournament, the NCAA tournament last year. And we just gave in to it. And, uh, you know, you can't do that. That taught us a big lesson. We've come back. We've had three practices since then. And we've really got aggressive, aggressive with our, our uh, practice team about, hey, we've got to get into our players. We've got to make them work to get to the basket. Boxing out. I mean, it's uh, – We've, we've done some work that we probably should have done earlier. But sometimes, you know, you get complacent, you get happy, you get fat. You think, you know, you're pretty good. And then you go play the good Lord throws the Grand Canyon down on you. And you find out, hey, we're not nearly as good as we thought we were. So we had to come back and go to work. Well, you, um, you, you like I said, battle-tested as always going in. um any surprises you've seen out there with your team, good or bad? Well, I, I, I'm pretty happy with what I've got, Monty. I'll just tell you, I think, I think Jalen Gregory, uh, Savannah Wheeler, Courtney Whitson, you know, they're kind of our core. And then you, uh, you go look at uh, Tamia has really stepped up and had some good games. I think she's got so much in more in her that, you know, and I'm, I push her every day to step it up, and she could really be our best player. And then you got Nasia, which I think you got a chance to be a first-round draft pick. She's six six, six seven. Still got another year here to get stronger. Um, those five right there, just uh, they're just pretty good, to be honest with you. They play good together. You got Jada Granums uh, in the background there. That doesn't get a lot of playing time, but she's very, very dependable. Yulia which is the other a young lady from Russia that says we've played a lot. She's getting better. And then Sipa, which is the young lady from Africa, she's getting better. But we've got two or three standing in the background or kind of behind the curtains there that uh, have got a chance to, to with them working hard another month. you got Gracie Dodds and Gracie Hamby. you got um, um, you got those two in particular that could get better. Uh, we've got there's some people there that 
I feel like we've got a chance to help this basketball team. That uh, we got another young lady from Russia, uh, and really I don't know how to pronounce her name, but uh, uh, Kavernik, she's really Stanislava. She's really uh, got a chance to step in and maybe take Courtney Whitson's place when she's gone. So we're, we're pretty we're pretty happy with the with the talent that we've got right now. We just got to get stronger, and we got to do a better job of running our stuff. And one of the things, if you look at our roster, that I felt like that we might have a problem with a challenge, not necessarily a problem, but a challenge, would be communication, because we've got a lot of young ladies here from different backgrounds, different countries, different languages, and we're getting through that. And I think we're doing a decent job. We can get better. Every now and then you see it pop its head up in a game, but we got by the time we get to the tournament, we got to have we got to make sure we got all of our hats on in the same direction, and where we know where our communication skills are a little better. Well, you know, you you brought up um, several other uh, players, and you never know when your number's going to get called. You know, I look back, I look back at um, uh, when you beat Rice in the tournament not so long ago and you know belarus she played some played more some minutes some games some others she got a huge rebound in that game knocked down a big free throw and you know they don't really show up in a box score but it shows up to a coach that hey when her number's called uh she, i got all the confidence in her well remember rella in the championship was able to come in and knocked down a, 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 something we work on every day. She was able to get a deflection, and then Alexis Whittington picked it up, and we ended up winning the game and, and going to the NCAA tournament. That was a big, big play. Uh, and like you said, you can go back. You practice fundamentals every day, hoping that somewhere down the line you're going to step up and it's going to help you win a game. And we've seen that over and over and over. We're joined today by Rick Ensel, MTSU women's basketball coach. This portion of All Sports Talk is brought to you by First Bank. Now with five Murfreesboro locations, including 2670 New Salem Highway and 2610 Old Fort Parkway. That's First Bank. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Hey guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored, self-inject, at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of $150 a month, cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near a Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy, shipping treatments directly to you. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We have treatments for the skin of your face. So not only do we want you to see young, we want you to look younger too and get rid of a lot of that sun damage. Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. Maybe you've got dark spots, acne rosacea. 
even wrinkles, we can now treat. The Cape Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. Parks Auction, we handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Rick Ensel, MTSU women's basketball coach, join us today. Lady Raiders open next week at Louisiana Tech. And, Coach, uh, you, you play all these teams that get you ready for conference play because it's different. You know, you mentioned about going out west, how it's different. Games are called different. Um, that's part of the challenge. Just being away is part of the challenge, the the – Everybody's out to get you. You know, you're you're clearly the picked as the number one team this year. Just talk about how the intensity picks up in conference games because everybody expects you to go blow everybody out, but that that's hard to do in a lot of games in league play. No, you're not going to do that. I mean, you look at the last two or three years, FIU was probably one of the worst teams that was in conference USA. And we would go there, and we we lost one the last three years. We lost one of those games, and then one of the other two with just a few points. And uh, they ended up, uh, you know, they ended up last place in our conference. Uh, you know, you just don't, you can't take anything for granted. Uh, when you start conference play, really the slate starts even, Stephen. It gives those teams that's got like you look at La Tech; they've got nine losses. If you, we've got four losses, and look who we got our four losses to. You go look at who the Latex got their nine losses to, and there's one or two teams maybe that's better than them, but the other teams were able to upset them because they were Louisiana Tech. Well, you, if you're a fan, you look at nine losses, and we're going to their place. You're thinking, well, this will be easy. No, it won't be easy. It'll be tough. Latex has won four in a row now, and they've got a little bit of confidence, and they're getting their legs on them. They know what it's like to win now. Now they got Middle Tennessee coming in, picked to win the conference, beat Tennessee. We got a target on our back. What better way to to they know that their chance, their chance to win our conference is they got to beat us at their place. They can't lose to us at their place. If they do, it puts them behind the eight ball. And we've got that same situation when a team comes here to play us at middle. If we lose that game to them. You know, that's a big negative if you're planning on winning the conference or hopefully getting one of those top – used to be four seeds, now it's two seeds. And then, you know, you, you play Sam Houston, uh, 
you haven't been to Huntsville, Texas either. Well, that's they're the number one offensive team in our conference. Their, their offensive percentage is better than anybody's in our conference. Now, that skewed some, Amani, because you look at who those – that's why I never look at the stats uh, of, our, of the non-conference schedule of any of our teams because no one plays teams like we play. No one. So it's not, it's not fair to our players, and there's nothing given out for non-conference schedule. But when I started looking at the overall um, stats for our conference, I started looking at them. I'll start looking at them this week when, when we start conference play. And so everybody's got a – nobody's won a game, nobody's lost a game. So you're going into it. So you've got to be on point. And, you know, we're going to play uh, La Tech, and then we got to turn around two days later, and we got to play Sam Houston. You know, those are probably two of the biggest games that we've got on our schedule right now, even bigger than a Tennessee win. You're right about those stats. They can be skewed. I mean, I saw – Somebody last night scored 156 points. Well, yeah, your stats are going to go up. I'm like you. They send them stats out like the cumulative season, and then once you get in conference play, it's conference only. That's what I like to look at, too. That's what you really need to look at. I don't even look at the cumulative. Uh, I cut it out when they send them in. I just flush that. I look at the conference stats, and that's it, period. I want to know what's being done in our conference. Who's the best players in our conference? Who you know what what team is playing better defense or rebounding the ball better or how what is their assist turnover ratio you know so this is what we look at and we really get into them during conference play we flush all that other stuff. Well, you mentioned Louisiana Tech's won um, four straight games. Um, uh, what do they do well? What is going to be the key for you for you guys? I think they're just a tough team. They're right down there, and you know the, the basketball means something there in Louisiana, and they just a tough-minded team. They got tough-minded coaches. They're not going to change anything from what they've been doing the last two or three years. I think there's a little pressure on their staff to do better, so I think that they're in a kind of a desperation mode, and so that's what we've got to be careful with. You know, we're going down, and we've got to make sure that we've got the right intensity, the right focus. We got to know that we're getting to. We got to get into our scouting reports. We got to know La Tech better than they know La Tech, and that's what we'll be doing the next five or six days is getting this, this our kids prepared to play a tough, tough game in front of a very vocal crowd. I don't really know how many people that Sam Houston will have there, but I do know that the gym will be packed when we go play La Tech. And you know. You, you you bring up your next five days. You got a pretty long layoff here. Was this by design, uh, and do you think it's going to benefit you? I don't I don't like it, and I don't know if it'll benefit us or not. I'm not going to get into that with the players, uh, but I am going to get into the positives positives of giving us time to get to take our last four or five games. Look at what we've done right. Look at what we've done wrong. And what we've done wrong, let's get in there and correct that and use these next five or six days to do that. I know right now as we speak, we are our, our players, are, are we've already had a practice, but they're out on the floor right now doing extra conditioning because we're not going to have those games to do conditioning in. And La Tech's going to have two games under their belt before they ever play us. So... We're a little bit concerned about our players being in 
uh, losing what we had coming through that non-conference schedule. You look at um, the rest of your league. Who who's uh, impressed you or maybe surprised you thus far? Well, uh, Liberty beat uh, Grand Canyon twenty. Grand Canyon beat us ten. So Liberty's got to be one of the teams that you're looking at. I think Western, um, the way they play their scramble defense, the way they shoot threes, I think they've got to be a uh, somebody that you look at. I think uh, New Mexico, New Mexico State, I think they've got a very athletic team. Jody Adams does a good job coaching them. I think you gotta you got to watch what's going on there. And then, uh, you know, La Tech. I, I still think that La Tech has got a chance to be a contender. They got a big, uh, they got a young lady inside that is first team all conference. Uh, she's she's been hurt, but if she gets herself back healthy, uh, and she's been hurt the last really all last year and then part of this year, she gets herself back healthy. She's a she's a load to, to hold. I'll tell you, she's about six four, um, shoots the ball extremely well from the block. And uh, we'll have to we'll have to watch what's going on there. So uh, I think those are the teams you got to look at. And as you get into it, there'll always be a surprise or two. FIU's played good, and they played bad this year. So who knows what team they're going to bring to the table? You know. And you know, you you got a new look conference this year. You mentioned only two uh, first round buys. So you know, when you as the years go by, when you you're playing the same teams every year. Everybody kind of know you know their tendencies. I mean, I know the players change, but there's going to be a lot of newness this year in this well, league. You, you look at what happened last night. We'll just take this for example. You had Charlotte that went to uh, South Florida and won. Well, Charlotte was 10th in our conference last year. You saw uh, um, UAB beat Memphis last night. UAB was 14th in our conference last year. And then you saw um, somebody beat uh, beat uh, uh, Wichita last night. And that uh, they were the team that beat them, I think, was ended up all right. Beat Wichita, they were six. So you had six, 10, and 14. They go into the American Conference and they win their first game last night. So what, what does that tell you about the American Conference? Those teams are no better than they were last year. Right. And teams really. So Conference USA is pretty good. We got a pretty good, pretty good conference, men and women. So, uh, you know, it's going to be an exciting year here, January and, and February and early part of March. All right, Coach. Well, we appreciate you joining us as always, and uh, uh, good luck to the Lady Raiders next week. Monty, you know I appreciate you the last 19 years going on 20. You've done us a heck of a job. We we appreciate you and we love you. All right, Coach. Appreciate it. All right. See you. It's MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Ensel. Always fun to talk hoops with him. He tells it like it is, and uh, you always like that candor from him. And uh, he's got another good team this year, and we'll see what happens, as he said, over the next couple months. All right. You're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report.
your middays with us, Rick and Bubba. We're on WGNS each weekday from noon till 2 on Rutherford County's Good Neighbor Station. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. It remains very slow north of Nashville. It's been up that way for a couple of hours on that serious wreck that happened earlier on 65 southbound at the 104 mile marker, delaying a lot of people coming down from Kentucky trying to get through that traffic there in Robertson County. It's just been a mess on 65 south at the 104 mile marker. Heavy traffic continues on I-24 out towards Murfreesboro. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our cat to her. The wake-up brew. (laughs) Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Next on WGNS and All Sports Talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, REI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at rayburn.net or call 615-459-4145. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Let's talk Blue Raider basketball. Middle Tennessee jumped out to an early lead and kept piling up its advantage on Wednesday night, sustaining multiple massive first-half runs to power past Reinhardt 84-47 at the Murphy Center. The Blue Raiders now 6-9 with the win, had runs of 14 points and 13 points in the first half, holding the Eagles scoreless for over four minutes during each run. That allowed Middle to lead by as much as 32 points in the first half before a mini run cut the Blue Raider lead to 26 points 
47-21 at halftime. Middle shot 54% from the floor in the game's first 20 minutes while holding Reinhardt to just seven field goals in the first half. The Eagles were able to match Middle's energy out of the locker room in the second half, but a 17-0 run starting with a Trey Green three-pointer and with 9-15 remaining silenced any lingering doubts, allowing Nick McDevitt to empty the bench in the closing minutes after the Blue Raiders led by as much as 46 points. Five Blue Raiders scored in double figures against the NAIA foe, led by 15 points from Jalen Jordan, who made his first four shots from the floor to start a night where he also led the team with five assists. Justin Buford scored 12. Chris Loof, the four-time Conference USA Freshman of the Week, led the Blue Raiders off the bench with 12 points, and Justin Porter had 11 points and three assists, while Jared Coleman-Jones had 10 points, eight rebounds, and three blocks on the night. The uh, Blue Raiders are off until next Thursday when they open up Conference USA play against Louisiana Tech. Women's basketball at the same time will also be off until next Wednesday when they travel down to Ruston, Louisiana, also to take on Louisiana Tech. Let's talk Blue Raider football. The National Football Coaches Convention is coming up this weekend and early next week in Nashville. So that would be a good time to expect to see Derek Mason fill out the remaining members of his football staff at Middle Tennessee after going through some interviews and meeting with people during that convention. I had an opportunity to sit down with him for the first time yesterday as he was a guest on the Wednesday Roundtable show here on WGNS and said one of the highlights of the first three weeks of his job was interacting with so many fans during the recent Christmas parade. In this place where you know, I mean, Blue Raiders sort of reign supreme. We got to be blue collar, right? I mean, everybody that, that that I saw, I mean, like they were blue collar. People had their young, like children out there, okay, like on their little bikes, you know, with their little Blue Raider shirts on, you know, saying hello, and that was pretty cool. So, like to me, I think this community is a driving force, and why this university can be so successful because they care. Yeah, being in the square, that was cool. I turned the corner and I looked in the square. There were so many people sitting in the square. I was like, man, this this is unbelievable. I had never seen that in Nashville. So to see that in Murfreesboro, yeah, man, it it really touched me. It did. Also, let's turn to baseball. Middle Tennessee head coach Jerry Myers announced the twenty twenty four schedule. It is a fifty six game schedule, including. 30 at Reese Smith Field with 12 home conference USA games. Also, the Groundhog Day luncheon set for Friday, February 2nd. It is presented by First Horizon Bank and will be held at the Student Union Ballroom. Tickets are on sale. 25 bucks for baseball alums, $30 general admission in advance, 35 general admission day of, and 250 for a table. You can contact uh, the Blue Raider Baseball Office or contact the ticket office for more information and how to get your tickets for the upcoming Blue Raider Baseball Groundhog Day Luncheon. It will be the 51st renewal of the Groundhog Day Luncheon coming up on Groundhog Day, February 1st. All right, we'll have another uh, report tomorrow to wrap up the week here on WGNS.
Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Appreciate Coach Ensel joining us. The Blue Raiders were in action last night. Um, they defeated NAI program Reinhardt 84-47. to They had some big runs in the first half. They snapped a four-game losing streak. Jalen Jordan had 15 points, five assists in 20 minutes. Uh, Justin Buford, 12. Justin Porter, 11. Jared Coleman Jones, 10 and 8. Uh, the fine freshman Chris Loof, 12 and 9. And Elias King, 9. You know, you look at the Blue Raiders, they've labored to score. And um, normally you, I wouldn't really care much for having an NAI opponent, but I think it probably was good for Middle just to get back home and um, end that losing streak and get a little more confidence. Moving forward, we're going to have Louisiana Tech coming in here next week. Um, very good team. They're off to a good start. Um, and, you know, there's some things Middle's got to do better. they got to protect the ball. Uh, they got to knock down free throws when they get there. You know, I mentioned Jared Coleman-Jones, 10-8. and 8. They need that every night. He's a 6'10 guy. Uh, Chris Lou. Uh, having a really good year. Elias King, they got to get him going. He's too good of a shooter. Um, but when you're, you get in a losing punk, you, you tend to press. You know, you tend to press. And, you know, I know, middle schedule's not ranked very high, but they played some very solid opponents, you know. Like a Western Carolina who beat Notre Dame, beat Furman the other night. Furman's got a really good team. Um, you know, they mentioned with 
Andy Herzer yesterday. They beat Missouri State out of Missouri Valley. You know, they've got some they've got some solid wins. They beat Stephen F. Austin. That's a solid win. Um, but boy, they get on the road, it just becomes a nightmare. So, you know, hopefully being at home. That game next week's at eight o'clock. It's a I think it was a Wednesday, it's a uh, CBS Sports game, so it's got a late start to it. But uh, you know, uh, despite what the record is, they're what six and nine. Um, it's all wiped clean now, as Coach Hensel alluded to. Regardless of what your record is, um, it's conference now. Conference play is different. You know, now Middle is an in Law Tech are an example of two programs that know one another. Not going to be a bunch of secrets to whoever goes out and execute. And that's been a that's been a troublesome at time for MTSU. They've just struggled shooting, struggled with turnovers. Turnovers typically lead to easy baskets, um, and they've got to get a little more inside outside game going. You know, you can't just. I mean, they've got three or four guards that can score. But, you know, I go back to losing Cam Weston. I, and I, you know, I know it's if people deal, teams deal with injuries all the time. But, you know, it just seems like something bad is going to happen. It happens. You know, that's a, their, their, their record is totally different if he's in that lineup. Because he was a calming force. He took care of the ball, you know. And, um, and he was a facilitator. And he could score. And you wanted him at the free throw line, particularly late in games. I mean, you know, the other night, was it five out of 12 at the line? If you only get there 12 times, you got to at least make eight or nine of them. And those are critical points. So, um, and, you know, their last game was against Murray, who had lost – what, seven in a row, nine out of ten? It's not like this is a great Murray team. But, you know, just things have not gone well on the road at all. And if you're going to be, you know, if you're going to be in the upper, upper echelon of your conference, you got to win road games. They just need to win games. They need to get – they need to really start off um, on a positive note in conference play. Uh, because, you know, you lose one at home, um, that's a killer. means you got to go back and steal one on the road. And that's been tough. That's been very tough. And this league looks like it's pretty doggone good this year. Um, you know, Western Kentucky's playing well. Louisiana Tech's playing well. Um, Liberty's dangerous. So, New Mexico State, I'm telling you, you, go out there and play, it's a different animal. I've been out there a few times. It's just a, it's a different animal, you know. And they're they're coming back from some issues off the court last year where they just shut the program down. Um, but they're they're playing pretty well. UTEP is playing well. Yeah. When I think about UTEP and then when we've talked about MTSU, 
you know, I think Andy Herzer was right yesterday. You know, Chris Luth, who's going to be a really good player here, I hope he stays, um, you know, with this portal crap. Um, you never know. But he's won four um, Freshman of the Week honors in Conference USA. Uh, and there's a freshman at – UTEP that's won it four or five times, and I, Liberty had a guy win once. Well, that just tells you people – Coach Andy said, and, you know, Nick McDevitt at MTSU have said, you try to stay old and experienced. You just don't see freshmen coming in and playing – Four years hardly anymore. Uh, you know, not particularly at the non-power five level. Um, you know, they either they either think they're better than they are, or or, or or better served to go to a bigger program, or they're not happy with their playing time. They take the ball and go home. Um, and I think the portal. Uh, does a good job serving teams, but I think this is pretty good evidence that people aren't signing a lot of freshmen. You know, when you got two guys that win the award every week, so who knows? All right, you're listening to the to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. It remains very slow north of Nashville. It's been up that way for a couple of hours on that serious wreck that happened earlier on 65 southbound at the 104 mile marker, delaying a lot of people coming down from Kentucky, trying to get through that traffic there in Robertson County. It's just been a mess. On 65 South at the 104 mile marker, heavy traffic continues on I-24 out towards Murfreesboro. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at Sir Pizza TN. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue! 
You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, Cole. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This segment of All Sports Talk is brought to you by First Bank, the largest independently owned Tennessee bank with locations from Memphis to Nashville to Knoxville and Chattanooga and in communities in between. That is First Bank. All right. High school hoops. There was a lot of teams played around in tournaments out of state or out of county um, during but during the holidays. But now it's kind of cranking back up. We've got uh, three games on tap tonight, Mount Pleasant at Eagleville, Central Magnet at Sycamore, and Rockville at Lawrence County. Tomorrow, a very busy slate. Laverne at Boyd Christian, Oakland at Beach. PCA is at MTCS. So those girls' programs are um, probably going to meet several times. PCA coming off a tournament championship win in Tampa. Uh, as well as a uh, league win. Eagleville at Moore County, Shelbyville at Riverdale, Smyrna at McGavick, Stewart's Creek at Hendersonville, and on Saturday we've got Cannon County at Central Magnet and Rockvale at Smyrna. So, and then the following week we start uh, district play, and the district tournament actually starts February um, the 12th, so we're not that far away, believe it or not, about five weeks, six weeks at the most, uh, you know, I don't think we really know a whole lot, uh, I know that PCA girls are, are very, very good, I know their boys are loaded, I know Siegel's boys have played outstanding early on. Blackman, similar to last year, still kind of finding its way. Um, you know, they've lost a few games, but most all of them have been very close. Uh, those are games, particularly at the end of the year last, last year, that they won. Girls, I know Blackman's been hit hard by injuries. And after that, I just, you know other than the PCA and um, MTCS, I don't know where where we are team-wise with the girls. Uh, Eagleville has got, they've got a very solid team. So do their boys, you know. And in that district, you, you just don't, region, you don't ever know. You know, last place team can win the tournament. Back when it was a large district, um, the sixth-place team won it like three times in a row. That's when they had like eight teams. 
So who knows how all that's going to fold out. All right. Um, national championship game on Monday. Michigan, Washington. Michigan about a four, four-and-a-half point pick. Two really good um, semifinals games. Could have gone either way. But um, Michigan, I don't know if they're a team of destiny or not. I guess you could say same for the Huskies. Um, both of them have had magical years standing undefeated. You know, it's interesting. We'll go to the 12-team playoff next year, of which we'll, you know, more than likely include a – which will include a um, non-Power 5. So, really, uh, you want to be in the top 11. And if you're not, I don't want any whining. Because you're going to have a couple losses, more than likely. Oregon, uh, Ole Miss, Missouri – Penn State, Oklahoma all had two losses before bowl games or playoff games. Um, so, if you're a good two-loss team, you're going to have a good chance to get in more than likely next year. Um, every conference champion is going to the playoff. So, that cuts it down there to at-large bids, so um, I still go with the adage, though, if you're going to lose, lose early. Don't lose late. Yeah, saw today, I was reading something that um, Georgia would be favored over Michigan and um, Wisconsin, I mean, Wisconsin, Washington. And what about the bowl mess that it was? 63-3 to over Florida State. So that makes the committee look good. And the committee didn't know that many players were going to opt out as they did. Georgia had players opt out. But even Kirby Smart said, hey, they were greatly affected um, more by it than we were, and uh, he goes, they were at a big disadvantage, and it definitely had an effect on the outcome of the game. I don't think anybody thought, even with uh, their starting quarterback, they would have won the, would beat Georgia, but certainly could have put up a better performance. So, you know, but, you know, the committee probably did get it right in that um, they tried to put the four best teams they could, and I still don't think they did. I don't know. I'm not saying they should take any of the four out, but I think Georgia is one of the best four teams. But they didn't win their championship game. So I say if you're going to lose, lose early. But should be a good national championship game. You always hope it is. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it, 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 it isn't. And finally, the Titans will wrap it all up mercifully um, on Sunday. 
they're 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 pretty much at rock bottom, but they got a chance to really hit rock bottom. If they don't win Sunday at home against Jacksonville, which uh, seems very unlikely. I think you'd have to go back to 1982 since the franchise went winless in its division. Think about that. They have a very good chance to go 0-6 in their own division. That's not good. All righty. Again, we appreciate uh, Rick Ensel joining us today. And um, the coach, Preston O'Neill, will join me tomorrow. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you then. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Warmick, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Reburn Insurance in Smyrna. The Good Neighbor Network, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Flagship.